Good morning, good afternoon, good day, wherever you are. This is Unleashed Unapologetically. And this morning, of course, I always love bringing to you those wonderful coaches, those wonderful experts who come in and enlighten us. And this morning, that's what we are going to do. We're going to enlighten you up with Stacey Johnson. She is the owner of Enlighten Up a personal consultant firm based in Texas. And oh, only I can tell you how beautiful the view where she is at right now is. But we'll talk about that at a later time. So Stacy is an international certified personal development coach and consultant. She is a speaker and she's also a trainer. She spends her time guiding individuals, families and companies and, and even the communities to recognize their power and their influence and how important it is for them to follow through with the legacy that they have so when they leave that legacy behind they can feel fulfilled you know um don't we all want that we want to be at a place that when we build our legacy we build it where those who are coming in after can pick up and continue with that path continue with the, the position, the foundation that you have set. So I'm pretty sure that's what we get to learn from Stacey this morning. She'll teach us, or not even teaching, but she'll have that conversation with us so we can understand how important it is for us to learn about setting the foundation, enlighten ourselves, just so we can keep on going, we can do the things that we said we were going to do, and having others follow through as well. Aside of that, Stacey has her book that she wrote, so she is going to talk to us about the book you know just so if you are looking into a wonderful book to read you'll be able to know where to get it and how to access that book as well so of all that guess what she is that person who's going to help you know how to set the foundation for you and your children because she talked about her grandchildren she loved them actually being around them and it's just beautiful to see how you know when we open up to beauty when we open up to change when we open up to personal growth there are many things that opens up as well so stacy welcome to our platform welcome to unleashed unapologetically how are you today all right stacy I'm going to ask. I'm sorry. There you go. I apologize. I think I, I had a plane fly over. I had a plane fly over, so I hit the mute button so the, the plane wouldn't drown us out. So I apologize. I'm wonderful. I'm in a beautiful spot surrounded by grandbabies and my children, and that life is good. Life is good, mm. girl. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm really happy to have you and welcoming you here. It's great that the two of us, both of us, we are personal development coaches. We know how important it is, right, to bring the change in ourselves, but also to help others understand how important it is for them to work on their personal growth. Because whenever we talked about personal development, we talk about the growth. So what got you into pursuing this, um, this, approach the skill the coaching itself you know i think it was my own education it was my own personal journey and as i walked through it i thought to myself you know i cannot be the only person that feels this way
I knew that if this was my journey, I wasn't the only one, right? I firmly believe that that grand overall design that we all know and love, looked down one day and the world decided, decided that the world needed one of you and needed one of me. And how come, mm-hmm. right? But if I had been intended to walk it by myself, I'd be the only one here. Mm-hmm. But, I, but instead he puts these world beautiful people around you with so much to learn from each other and so much to share. And uh, yeah, I think that's really what set it off was that as I set off on that path, I thought, you know, I'm not the only one that needs this. So how do I bring people along with me? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, I love that. I love the intention behind it because yes, how do you get to bring others with you in such a beautiful journey, right? You know, mm-hmm. when we working on ourselves, when, when we working on growth, we working for the growth of others as well. So how can we bring others one understand how important it is and how fulfilling it is as well right 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 and it's a scary path i mean once you once you finally embark on that journey and you know in my in the book that i wrote the story that i tell in the in this book that we wrote i talk about that that you know kind of one day you look up and you think what is that noise mm. and, and you and you start to begin to figure it out and then pretty soon you recognize that's the song that you're playing to the world Yes. And you go, wait a minute, that's not my song. I can't even dance to that song. <laughs> yeah, what is that? And so then it's time to change the music. And it's about yes. that journey. It's about that journey on how you go back to hearing your song. Because mm. you have a song to sing and a dance to dance that no one else can do. And when you lose sight of your music and your song, you lose your dance and you give that up to yes. someone else. Oh, right? I love and that. So yeah, let's not give up our dance. I love that. We all have a dance to dance and it's our own dance. We all have a dance to dance and I really enjoyed, I really am embracing that analogy that you use, you know, because yes, we have a dance and we all, we are our own individual, but when we start the process, when we start dancing that song that we have in our head, the song that is ours, then we flow accordingly. Everything else flows as well accordingly around us. So it makes it, you know, um, so authentic, I would say that's what, you know, the beauty of the journey becomes so authentic. And um, in your growth, in your journey you started you were in the um substance abuse you were a mental health um at specialist as well and you work with others and family especially so what got you to pivot from all and decided okay the focus is really going to be in that aspect of personal development and coaching you know i spent my life as a dancer i grew up as a dancer my mother was a dancer i had spent 45 of my years as a dancer and a dance teacher. And uh, I had to make a pivot in my personal life. Um, I had an addicted teenager and I had needed to understand that. And if you don't understand it, it's hard to walk that journey, right? So if I was gonna live it, I was gonna understand it. So I closed my dance studio and I went to work for the state in the adolescent and adult behavioral health and substance abuse field, cause I had to learn. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then I got completely entrapped in it, right? It's the most beautiful experience to watch people get better, right? Mm-hmm. For that moment that, that that light comes on, they go, oh my gosh, I can. It mm-hmm. just, I, it, you know, it's like watching a four-year-old finally get the tap step, that that light in their little face, like, oh my gosh, Miss Stacy, I got it. You can see that in people in every walk, no matter what they're doing, if it's recovery, if it's health, if it's recognizing that they could get the job, that they can keep it. 
I realized how important your influence is, how important, I mean, if you have human contact with other people, you have the ability to make that a positive or a negative experience, mm -hmm. right? It's your choice. And so when you look at the leaders that we have in our world right now, and I talk to people from the fire department and UPS and the postal service and the military, and we have these conversations about leadership, one of their main concerns is that they have these beautiful set of leaders mm -hmm. and this amazing set of followers mm -hmm. that haven't got anybody to step up and take that new leadership role. So how do we develop those leaders? Where How do we bring them back up? And so I really, I, I think that it's it's huge important, right? That AT&T is a successful entity. So we can all have phone service and everybody's happy. But if the people that work for AT&T aren't good human beings, that changes what that's about for so many people that depend on that to make a living. Right? And so it, it, the old adages, those old sayings that we all grew up with, that it's lonely at the top and, and things like that. If that's true for you, mm. you miss the boat, dude. Who'd you leave behind? Right, because the best leaders bring a wealth of leaders with them to take mm -hmm. their place, mm -hmm. right, and, and to encourage it. And so I really just got focused as much on your individual leadership in, within you as a human being. Who are you? Who do you show up as? Mm -hmm. Who's your, who, where's your integrity? It writes the story that you leave behind in this world. And that's important that you, and you, and you have to write the story, but you have to believe in the story. Mm -hmm. You have to believe that you have a, a story to write that no one else can write. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. what do you want your legacy to say? What do you want your grandchildren to say about you? What do you want to say? What do you want people to say and think of you when you leave the room? Yes. Right. I think we all go through this period of our life when we think, I don't care what people think about me. I don't care at all. You just think what you want to. And we get this, this um, early independent self-righteousness about us that we don't care what people think right mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. then you wake up and you recognize it matters what people think it matters what people think about you because if not it gives no credence to the words that come out of your mouth it, it, it gives no credence to your actions if if what they see isn't real if there's if there's not some focus on who you show up as mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. in integrity character those things aren't built in the crisis they just show up mm -hmm. who, who is that and in leadership, we face crisis after crisis after crisis in a day. If it's communication or shipping or employment or funding or so many different crises that we can face as a leader. And who are you showing up as? And that's important because that determines who you bring along and how you light the other people around you. The best leaders light up everyone around them. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And yes, I like the question, who are you as a leader? And you know, what is it, you know, when you talk about leadership and a lot of times, you know, others don't really look into the whole aspect of what leadership is about. And like you said, it's not just you, it's how you get others to move and what you do to empower and get others to, to find themselves, situate themselves, be themselves leaders as well, because leaders are not just for they they are not keeping the title to themselves they are leaders so they can lead others to become leaders as well and train others to become leaders so it's always empowering to to hear when you know um leaders like us we are talking and we are 
find, putting the words to where they need to be, you know? It's like, right. you know the essential part of leadership. You know what get a company, what gets a company to maintain itself, to grow and build itself. You know what get, gets a team to work together. It's required someone to stand with and then talk to and communicate with that the whole team, communicate with the company to help everybody go along the way and right. build sustainable. So it's good to hear that. But before you went into coaching, what were you doing that got you, you know, to be, to say to yourself, oh no, I need to do this. I need to be a coach. I need to, what was the struggles that, what were the struggles that you were in or you were going through that changed you know, your I went, mind? I went through a lot. I spent my whole life, I spent my entire young life as a dancer. Mm-hmm. I grew up in a dance studio family. I, I taught dance and I danced professionally for a while. I taught for 35 years after that. And I absolutely love that world. I, I am a dancer at heart. I will be a tap dancer till the day my days are over. Right? I, I am a dancer at heart. I, I, my children grew up in a dance studio world and a family and lots of music and lots of love. And then we had a family pivot. My mm-hmm. oldest daughter became addicted to methamphetamine at a, at a young age. and. I needed to understand that if I was going to walk it, I was going to understand it. Right. And it was a world that I didn't understand how it worked. And so I closed my studio and, and lots of other things precipitated closing the studio. It was time to just make a pivot and do something new, right? Ec- economy was changing. My girls were grown. It was just time to pivot. And so then this came along and I, I firmly believe that our grand overall designer will steer you to where you need to be next to do that next thing. Right. And this is something we needed to do as a family. We had to understand it. I had two small children at home, younger Mm -hmm. kids. And so, right, we had to, boundaries were new and and the rules were different. And so I went to work for the state of New Mexico. Um, I worked with some beautiful people who formed a nonprofit organization called TOSS, stands for Tears of Strength and Support. Mm -hmm. And we spent 11 years walking families through the process of addiction and recovery to understand the process of recovery. My daughter, by the grace of God, has been clean now 15 years. Um, she's also a speaker, coach, and trainer to the John Maxwell team and has a beautiful business called Guided by Grace. And so recovery is amazing, right? But it's a decision that you make. Mm-hmm. So as we were walking through that <clears throat> and I was working for the state and I was just watching the leadership around us develop and I was watching the people around, I knew that I had a different, there was something else I was supposed to do. I had a different calling than working for the state. And so I needed a way that my husband and I could relocate, trade the first half for the second half enjoy my grandchildren, the life of my grown children, and have what's next for us. And I wanted to grow the kingdom without somebody telling me that I couldn't. So how was I gonna do that? Um, And I've been a John Maxwell fan. I've been reading his books with my daddy for 20 years, right? And so I I loved his message and I loved his information and had an opportunity to go to school through the John Maxwell team Mm -hmm. and get an international certification through them as a speaker, coach and trainer. And I love that opportunity, right? It's a beautiful, tool within my toolbox the things that i've learned with the john maxwell team and so when i take what i learned from the john maxwell team and that 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 beauty for for each other for people in general for life itself for it pulling other people up and watching them shine that's what it's all about is that pulling other people along and up and bringing that light and i love that and and I really began to took a sort of a pivot in my own life, you know, looked up one day and had everything, 
right? I had a beautiful husband of, of 30 years. I had children, I had grandbabies, I had a thriving business, and I was the only one not in the picture. Mm. And so uh, I took a really big pivot in my life and I really developed a program called Underneath the Music. When, mm -hmm. you, when you grow up as a dancer, right? Especially a tap dancer. My mother was a beautiful teacher. And she told us from the very beginning, she said, if you really want to be a good tap dancer, you can't dance to the music because the music changes. But underneath the music, there's this one sound. And mm. that's your dance partner. You can't lose his sound, right? And so as I thought about how that applied to my life right then, I just really kind of turned it around and thought, you know, all the things I need to know, I learned in tap class. What's my one solid underneath? Mm -hmm. all the music there is in the world right now right everybody's playing songs right now girl it's loud how do you listen to your own music how do you find out how do you get back to your dance partner and i think that's what i had lost was that that one true who was i in all of it right mm -hmm. i knew it, it had become super easy to step into mom sister wife daughter employee i could wear those shoes i could put those hats on i could be good at those things but i wasn't so good at me anymore mm -hmm. and so i had to sort of take a minute and back up and recognize who was I showing up as? Mm -hmm. I, if I met me, would I like me? Mm. And, and right at this time, I just sort of had to take that personal inventory and what was my integrity about? Mm -hmm. So I really took it back to dance class, right? What are the three things you need for a good tap song, right? You need good tempo, good rhythm and a good cadence. And what were those things about in my life? What was my rhythm? Yes. What was the tempo of me anymore? And how did I exist in that spin of that cadence and still keep my little guy going underneath? And mm. so it was a really a learning experience for me and a, and a growth. And I thought, I can't be the only person on the planet that feels this way. Uh, this is not a solitary moment. This is a this is a learning experience for me. So I can go, I've got space for you here for that. I know what that feels like. So you're welcome here in this space with me. And let's get better from that. Mm. Let's find your life. Let's find your music. Let's relocate your dance partner. Cause he's there. Yes, yes. You just gotta find him again. And so I really think that was my draw. And then the concept that leadership isn't power. Leadership isn't about the corner office and the big promotion and right. the most medals. Leadership is influence, period. Yes. And it doesn't matter if it's the five-year-old, the teenager, the 35-year-old mm -hmm. or the 80-year-old, whoever in that room has the most ability to influence the people around them, that's your leader. And who is that, right? But we all have that opportunity. Every single time you have contact with another human being, you have an opportunity to make that a positive or a negative experience. Mm. Who are you in that? Mm, mm, mm. You're gonna be a good boss. Who do you want to work for? Be that. Yes. Thank right. you. Be Thank that you. guy you want to work for. Ah, I love that. I really love what you, you know, what you said. And a lot of times we don't really look into ourselves to see, you know, how are we missing the cadence? How are we missing the best part of the music? Are we paying attention to that? Is the rhythm there? But if it's there, what are we doing to dance on it? You know, and right. it, it it may be for others, you know, analogies that we use and we use parables. Yes, in ways to talk just so we can, we know what we are talking about, right? When we, we use those frames and right. talk to, you know, words to talk to. But the reality is it's in our, expended life right where are we when we are leading where are we when we want to grow together as a whole team where are we in our right. mindset are we really working to help others or are we working for to help our own self so 
the minute we start identifying that, we get to see who we truly are. And I like how you use, you know, the word integrity or, you know, common, you know, in a common right. sentence because you you express it over and over that part of leadership requires to have integrity. It requires for us to know the values that we are bringing, not just to ourselves, but to others around us. Because if we can bring, you know, ourselves integrity, be strong for ourselves, then best believe that you are going to be the same for others around you. But when you're not honing into that, and that's where you lose that around others, right. and others can read that too. You know, yeah, it's absolutely. so easy to be seen. Well, you can't feel you can't get from an empty cup, mm -hmm. right? If you're if you're if you don't take the time, I think that we are groomed as a as a as a race as a human population, right? right to believe right. that to believe that taking time to develop the best parts of you is selfish in mm. some way, right? Mm. You're taking time away from your family, your job, your all these things you're separating from to grow you, right? And sometimes your growth makes other people uncomfortable because then you yes. don't fit into their puzzle the same way. But you know what? That's not your problem. That's their problem to read more their puzzle, not yours. Yes. You yes. get to grow, right? So is it in fact not more selfish not to be the best you? Because mm -hmm. then you, they don't get to see the best mom. They don't get to see the best employee, the best wife, the best leader that you could be because you get up in the morning and you just step into the costume they have neatly laid out on the bed and you play the role that everyone has set out for you to play. Yes, and yes. somewhere along the way you go, wait a minute, hmm. this isn't my costume, right? You hear this song and you think, what is that? That's a song you're playing to the world. And you go, mm. Mm, wait a minute, time to stop the music, right? Who, who is that? And so if you're going to be a quality leader, you have to own that, that we are perfectly imperfect yes. by design and help me help you find your perfectly imperfect. Mm. Come sit beside me as my leader, right? Be beside me. Don't be under me. Yes. Yes. And it's hard for many people to see it that way, you know, because um, a lot of people, um, they look at, how would I say it? they look at um leadership as well we are all leaders yes we are all leaders but what are you doing in your role of leadership to that gives you the the right to say that you are really a strong leader and that's the question right. people don't off don't, don't ask themselves you know what am mm -hmm. i doing in my role of leadership that really that makes me know that or i am the lead, the right leader for the team that i'm supporting or the people that i'm around because it doesn't really have to be that we are leading in our business or corporate but it could be that we are leading in our home too so all these things are important and if we cannot lead in our home what are we doing if we oh. cannot lead in our personal before we can lead in our professional then what's what we're gonna end up doing is having that you know, fight against, you know, those two. 
when right. we are not sure where we are in our personal and then now we are struggling in our professional where are we as leaders so the leadership it requires for you to know where you are who you are you know at all times just so wherever you are others can really follow through and i really i think you know that part of leadership is so important and people don't really um they really they brief on it and not really stay and learn about the the part of leadership that we all need to have in order for us to continue to build ourselves and grow and then help others as well. Oh, absolutely. And I think if you're a parent, if you're a, a family member, if you're in, you you are, we all stand in roles of leadership, especially as a parent. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so I, I host a podcast. And so in, in one of the interviews, many of them that we've done, so many people 35 and under, their response mm -hmm. about his being, don't tell me, show me, mm -hmm. show me, model mm -hmm. that for me. So I see what you're talking about. Cause I can hear the words, but what I'm seeing happening in the world is not what I'm hearing. Right. Right. So, so show me. Right. And so I think you have that. And we all have that responsibility because somebody's always watching. Mm -hmm. Right. Is it, is it your people? In the, is it people at the store? Is it people you work with? Is it your children? Is it your grandchildren? Who's watching and what do they see? They'll remember 7% mm. of what you told them and 93% of how you made them feel. Mm-hmm. Right? That's important. I was doing a, I was working, had a beautiful opportunity to work on an Indian Pueblo in New Mexico with a, with a group from a behavioral health equine therapy center. Okay? Great people. Oh, was, I had so much fun working with them. And we did a study out there called Becoming a Person of Influence. Mm. Well, when... When, because our premise from the very beginning was with when people walk in this building, if they don't feel the love, they don't feel the acceptance, they don't feel the healing, they're not going to get better here. No. And so who are you as a team? What mm -hmm. do you put out there for them that says, come get better here? Mm -hmm. So we did this study on becoming a person of influence. And the first thing I learned the first week is that there were 26 people in the room. Mm -hmm. 20 of them's primary language was Keras, which was the language of the Pueblo, right? Well, six of us native languages was English and I would be one of those. So I'm like, well, we have a language barrier A. Mm -hmm. And so we, in the study of becoming a person of influence, there are 10 different characteristics that a person of influence does right this and it brings other people up, it builds them up. And so as we got to those words and got to look at them, we had this language barrier. And so my first question began, so what's the Keras word for integrity? Right. Lesson one, a person of influence shows great integrity. Okay. Mm -hmm. What is integrity in the Karis language? They didn't have a word for, for integrity. They had a word for attributes of integrity, but they didn't have a word for integrity. So I thought, hmm. so we found a hands-on Play-Doh cards. We played with toys for six straight weeks because we could explain the concept of the word as we played. Right. And we, everybody understands playing. Grownups love to play, whether they think they don't or they, you give them a rubber band for a minute, just watch them for about a mm -hmm, minute and a half. Right. Mm -hmm. They're shooting each other. They're playing. And it's a really great place to learn from is that that moment of play. And so mm -hmm. we brought interaction to all the words. Well, at one of them, a leadership brings other people along. We went outside and played follow the leader. I've been a while, right? But we were all over that, that yard out there and we were just leapfrogging and having a grand time and giggling, playing follow the leader. And we got back and ended up in our circle and we all kind of cut our breath and quit giggling for a second. And I said, okay, now what's wrong with that game? And they were mm. like, what? I'm like, what's wrong with that game? I'm like, what do you mean? That was really fun. I said, think really hard about what's wrong with the concept of follow the leader. And finally, one of them said, 
well, there's only one leader. Yes. And then someone else said, what if we all can't do what the leader's doing? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we, we since we were children, follow the leader, mm-hmm. right? Follow the leader. Never again that says, let's all lead. Yes. Right? And so it, that's the kind of play that we got to do to bring those points home that it matters who you bring along. It mm. matters that you develop other leaders along the way and say, now it's your turn. Mm. Um, it's such a great exercise to have really when working with a group of adults. <laughs> I say yeah. that adults because um, I do work with young children and I teach what well, I used to. And one of the things that I u- usually say is that we are all leaders. So I would not, if you're doing something somebody else is doing and you know that it's not the right thing, it's not going to help you, then you wouldn't do it. I would not advise you to do it, right? So therefore, because we are all leaders, we have to come up with a better way. If one way doesn't work, then other people can think. So we all have to have the ability to put into and you know share our thoughts, brainstorm, put that ideas together. It's not one person. Because if it's one person that's always coming up with the thoughts, with the ideas, then what happens to the rest, you know? And I right. love that, you know, you do that exercise by asking them what's wrong with that, with following the leader. Because originally we are all leaders. We are all have the quality to lead and we need to know, you know, how to differentiate into that leadership role so we could know, okay, um, I maybe following I'm following this person but I'm also sharing into what I know my knowledge so all of us can grow together um right yeah so it's such a wonderful way to to help brain that um knowledge you know for young for adult especially into the leadership room it does and leadership is not sometimes it's about leading a team or leading an organization or leading an mm-hmm. event. And sometimes it's about leading yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's a, so much easier for us to lead a group of people through the bake sale than it is to lead ourselves <laughs> through a full day sometimes. Mm. Right. Because we, we are our own, we are our biggest blessing blockers. Right. Yes, we block our yes. own blessings so many times by not believing in our ability to lead, what we can in do. our ability to shine. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, I tell my I tell my girls and my, my kids right now in my life, I said, you know, the hardest thing you can do right now is decide who is Stacy? Who who are you? Who do right. you want to be? How do you want to feel about love and rejection and, and money and finances and family and chocolate cake? And how do you own that in a world that would have you be anything else? Mm. Right. That's your strongest point is all is who's who are you gonna show up as no matter what? And there's mm. your challenge. Mm. Is, is to be that that is wonderful i am making some noise around here because i'm moving some <laughs> i'm moving my mouse and everything but yeah it's really um it, it it's a great component to have and i like that you you said it you know it's not only leading others but it's also leading our own selves and when we are able to leave ourselves we know exactly 
where we want to be and how we want to, to continue into our growth, especially for those of us who are working on our development on an everyday, on a daily basis. Where are you? Where do you want to be? How do you want to pursue and build the life that you want for yourself and grow yeah. within. So there's so many things. And, you know, I, I'm glad that this is an area that you do help others with. And it really pushes others to, to make that, you know, like take that step and go on for themselves and then help others along the way. So when you work with people, what are the struggles that you, when you're working, let me rephrase, like when you are working with others, because I'm assuming you, you mainly work with women is that it or you work with a variety of men and women men and women both probably more if i work in a corporate setting if i work in the community setting like other mm -hmm. pueblo then mm -hmm. it's much more of a men and women combined mm -hmm. but i think when it's one-on-one -on -one, it's more it's more women learning their song who mm -hmm. are you in it so that you can find that Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So when you come across um, some of the struggles that they they go when it comes to working on their their own personal growth, what are what are the biggest challenges that they you, you face when you you are trying to redirect them and help them understand where they need to be or how they can get into the um <clears throat> two I think one is fear fear is huge. Fear of the unknown, fear of stepping out there, fear of standing on those own, fear of honoring your story because other people might not like it. And mm -hmm. women more than men are prone to go, oh, but they're not going to like that. Mm -hmm. And so they're, they'll, they'll hold, even though what they're doing isn't bringing them full joy, even though it's not making them fulfilled, maybe, even though mm -hmm. it's bad, right? And even in situations of abuse and domestic violence and addiction, even though it's ugly, they can do that. They have survived up to right now, so they can do that. So mm -hmm. stepping out into a place that they don't know how to be that is mm -hmm. very scary, mm -hmm. right? One of the things I saw in the adult behavioral health world so many times was we'd get an adult that had been within the behavioral health system a lot of times since they were young, mm -hmm. right? They just kind of had grown up in it. And you get them to that place where they go, oh my gosh, I can do this. I can do this. And you see that in them and then they shut down. And so you have to go back to them and go, are you scared to get better? And they go, what do you mean? I go, so if you got better and this isn't what you did all day, what would you do? And so mm. there's this fear around not knowing how to live on the other side because they don't know how to do that. It's been so long since they've done that, right? Mm. And what I find with women is, is not by any fault of our own, not by mm. any fault of our own, we just, roll into this place where the world says, please in this little box and we go, okay. And then we just step in and we just become, right? Mm -hmm. Become wives and become moms and become sisters and daughters and employees and nurses. And we become all these things. And we forget how to live outside that box. We forget mm -hmm. that there's a world outside that box. Outside. And that's the fear It's what's outside that box, right? But that's where your shine is. And so, I, again, I firmly believe the grand overall design, look down with all the things there are, all the millions of stars and animals in the depths of the ocean. He looked down and decided the world still needed one of you. Mm -hmm. How come? There's a magical reason for that. Mm -hmm. You have this thing that nobody else can do. Nobody else can do whatever it is you're designed to do. And until you believe in that, until you own that and go, I want to know what that is and go on the quest for your why, 
you never get to find out. We never get to watch you dance. Mm, right? mm, I want to see you dance, girl. Mm, mm, right? I love that. I want to see it. And so I love yeah. that. Mm, I love that. Well, before we finish our time together, because it's such a wonderful time that we're spending together, I if there were two tips that some if somebody comes to you and asks you, you know what, Stacey, I I'm still struggling with my leadership um, and my own personal growth. Do you have two tips that you can share with me to help me at least boost and unleash <laughs> just so mm-hmm. I can, you know, start doing things and, you know, relocate my way of doing things? What would it be, those two tips? What would they be? Number one, I think you have to believe in the journey. You have to be ready for it and to recognize that it's going to make some people around you uncomfortable and that's okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? You are perfectly imperfect by design and that is also okay. Mm-hmm. Right? Own that imperfection and, and love it because it makes you perfect. Right? Mm-hmm. So own that. So number one, I think that's what I would say. And number two, I think I would tell you to find, find an accountability person. Mm-hmm. Find somebody that you can go to and go, I need to do this. I need to grow here and, and help somebody hold you accountable for that growth, right? Somebody that will stand beside you. You know, the best friend is not the one that goes, Oh yeah, you look great in those jeans. She's the one that goes, girlfriend, you should pick some different pants. Yes. Yes. And so find that person that'll stand alongside you and go, why didn't you do that? What are you afraid of? Right? For some people, that's a coach. Mm -hmm. Okay. For some people, that's a mentor. For some people, that's their best friend. For some people, that's their dog or their journal. And that's okay. There's not a perfect accountability partner. Who is that for you? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. And, and being accountable to ourselves is the very hardest part because we let ourselves off the hook way easy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. And so, A, believe in it, girlfriend. You are here for a grand, amazing reason and you're perfect just like you are. You are perfectly mm-hmm. designed to do what you're supposed to do. So believe yes, that, number yes, one. Yes. And number two, find somebody to stand alongside you. And sometimes it's heartbreaking because you want it so much maybe to be your spouse and it's not right because your growth might make them uncomfortable. What if you outgrow them? What if you decide you don't Mm. love them? So there's a lot of times your spouse, that closest person Mm -hmm. is sometimes our biggest barrier because they're like, wait a minute, what do you mean? You're not gonna do that anymore. That is so true. And so so recognize that you can continue to love them and have an accountability partner over here. Yes. Yes. Uh. Right. And you gotta recognize where those barriers are. And if you're like me and you read the book, you know who wins in the end. Mm. <laughs> lovely, lovely. Well, Stacy, if somebody wants to connect with you, where can they find you? You know, the best place to find me is is gonna be on email or on social media. I'm old school enough that I still like a notebook and a pen. And so the whole website thing, I'm working on it, but you know, we'll, we'll talk about that <laughs> on another podcast, right? So you can reach out to me at enlightenup.stacyj, and it's S-T-A-C-Y, the letter J, mm-hmm. at gmail.com. Um, you can find me on Facebook at Stacy Owen Johnston. You're welcome to find me there. I'm at Stacy.Johnston on Instagram. Right, And uh, if you want to be on my podcast, reach out to us at herobuilder2020 at gmail.com. We'd love to have you. 
Wonderful, wonderful. Well, ladies and gents, I'm hoping that you took notes of what you need to know for yourself and to your growth and to your leadership growth as well, because that's important. Not just looking at it in a, a view of when you're working with others, but look at it of you as well in your own personal growth. Where are you in your growth? How do you see yourself as a leader? Do you count in the same way you would count yourself when you have to lead others? And it's not only about getting everybody to be the follower, but help them become leaders as well. So these are work that you need to do in yourself and count yourself in as, you know, someone who is the reserving of everything that you're working on. So don't look at it in the, the in a negative way, but look at it as growth. So everything we do requires growth. So ladies and gents, it was with Stacey Johnson that we had a wonderful time unleashing unapologetically. And we hoping that you are taking note and you have taken note and you definitely take information of how you could connect with her and learn more from her. On that, that was Unleashed Unapologetically. Good afternoon, good night, good day, everyone. Bye.